be obedient, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredients. We will stir the goop that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is a spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in every Let's go back to the year 2009. You see a trailer. Um, it really, it really is the the defining point of 2007. You know, there's new ghost stuff, new found footage. The world seems hopeful. You, you see this trailer, and you know, there's all these people in the theater. They're watching this movie. Ooh, ah, ah, sc- scared. Scared is what they feel. Interested is what you feel. For 2000, 2009, does you feel? Ah, ah, and then what is that? Paranormal activity. You're. I think there's more to the story. I think then you 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 go you go to the theater, and you're so excited because that you know there hasn't been a lot of of great great big horror blockbusters in a while. Like we're kind of we're kind of seeing Saw die down, and so you're like, yes, this is the new thing, and then you go. And you are so fucking disappointed. And then it actually kills Saul. It does. It, it kills it. Saul's gone. I didn't. You know what? I might be in the minority. I don't care about Saul. I don't all. love it. I don't love it. But it was like the tentpole. Every October, you get a Saul movie. You know? Okay, yeah. fine. You know. Until a fifteen thousand dollar budget movie made by Oren Pelle comes around and tops the box office making like 193 million dollars it's disgusting it's a movie with disgusting five cast members takes place in a house yes in san diego i honestly like even the fifteen thousand dollars sounds absurd to me yeah i think that is probably just due to the difference in technology between now and and 2007 you could make the same movie today literally on your fucking phone for basically free yeah i could make a movie that looked better than this on my iphone which is a weird thing yeah absolutely dude the great like this movie is insane because it actually like it it it, it spawned blumhouse like blumhouse literally would not (sighs) exist if it wasn't for paranormal activity which is insane so you know what I found, I'm, there's a lot of weird things on IMDb that honestly have me kind of screaming. But what I did find is that Jason Blum, fucking, you know, the fucking Mr. Mr. Blum himself, pretty much, he worked in Miramax in, 19, in the 1990s, and he passed the opportunity on Blair Witch, and he was like, oh, God, I need to find another Blair Witch. And somehow he found he did. it. He and did. this ended, I mean, this is one of the most profitable, profitable movies of literally all time. He literally did that, like, uh, what was that book that, that everyone got obsessed with in, like, the, the late 90s Catcher and the early Rye. 2000s? No, The Secret, that, like, uh, power of positive thinking. S- the like, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. If I put it out into the universe, it'll happen. And he's like, I'm going to make 
the next motherfucking Blair Witch Project and make millions of dollars for doing absolutely no work. And then he did it. He made it happen. Dude, he did, like, he showed he everyone. It into existence. Yeah, he willed that shit. He was like, I'm going to produce the shittiest fucking movie in the world, but here's the thing. I'm going to trick everyone, and I'm going to make the most money in the world off of this. What is what is Jason Blum worth now? I found out, oh, so I found fuck. out that, that Oren Pelly, the dude who made this $15,000 movie, his net worth is now $30 million. There is no way that his net worth was even over... Even over ten thousand, no. Before this movie, well, okay, I'm gonna say there's no way his net worth was over fifteen thousand. The budget for this movie, right? Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's he was just a fucking dude. I don't even know that he was necessarily a film student. Like, he was just I don't a think guy. He was. I, I think don't he was think just he a was dude. either. Jason Blum's net worth is now two hundred million, and I feel like all of that came from Paranormal Activity. Like not not directly from it, but it was all spawned oh, from was, this yeah, one absolutely. movie. Absolutely. I mean, this was this was the seed money for the rest of his fucking career, which, which has you become made, insane. You made a good you made a good point earlier, and it's that every single Blumhouse movie is just Paranormal Activity with a different name. Oh, for sure. Well, th- this is really kind of the spark that from here we get sort of the whole. James Wanaverse of James Wan's a, a, a great director and everything, and not all of his movies are garbage. I'm not saying that, but he has become the uh, the John Favreau of horror movies. Where like Who the fuck he, is John Favreau? <laughs> he basically just remakes the same thing, the same way John Favreau remakes Spider Man Two, and he okay. just keeps doing it over and over and over again. Okay, that's fair. So yeah, I mean that's that's. Uh, Insidious, that's The Conjuring. Um, fucking, I feel like Sinister is in there. Like, all of these Blumhouse productions, a lot of them James Wan has a hand in, and they're all pretty much the same fucking movie. Yeah, they're really all the same, but I mean, I guess that's what it is, you know? Blum just likes to he likes to really blum it up, you know? These really cheap movies that make an absurd amount of money just because they're a blum. It's, uh, a it's just a, it's, it's the Disney of horror. Yeah. And all because of this one really shitty movie, which is weird. Yep. Like it's it's not it's it's all it's crazy to me because this wasn't all built off of one amazing movie, and everyone's like, "Yeah, let's go to it." It's just because this one shitty movie was so prolific and made so much money. Why couldn't he have had a masterpiece kick off? You know his his dynasty. Why couldn't he have had the next Evil Dead type franchise on his hands? No, it had to be this fucking bullshit. Yeah. And it's really weird because, I mean, like, I still feel like a lot of people hold on to that sentiment, like, of paranormal activity and thinking it's all good. And they're like, oh, Blumhouse movies are awesome. And I'm like, yeah, you know, they've definitely gotten better since paranormal activity. It's like half and half now. But, like, the ones that suck fucking suck, dude. They suck so bad. And they're all like this. Like, they're not like they're like this, like, in the te- sense of their found footage and, like, right. all this. But, like, in the sense that they just suck as bad as this fucking movie. And... To be fair, we both already knew we hated this movie, already knew we didn't <laughs> like it going into it, and we watched it, and holy shit, this movie is so much worse than I remembered. It's worse. It's worse. And if you haven't seen this in a long time, think about like, oh yeah, I remember that movie. It's worse than that. So whether or not you thought it was good or bad, it's worse than how you remember it, I promise. I thought, I knew nothing happened in this, but I thought so much more happened. This Dear entire God. movie was just like small thump, humming, li- loud, loud, 
loud tapping the whole time. Subtitles made this movie pretty fucking funny. The, the subtitles did, did add sort of a new uh, context that I wasn't expecting. Um, it, it equally made it more funny to have the subtitles and also and ruined, less funny at the same yeah, time. Also made it even worse. Uh, there were some moments I feel like in the movie where it's playing off of your confusion as the viewer of like, oh, what am I hearing? And so like sometimes whenever you would see like the the captions come up of like, let's say Katie saying something, it's like, oh, maybe if I was listening to this without that caption, I wouldn't have think she said it. Maybe I would have thought like the demon or whatever was the one talking right now if it's like a low whisper or something you know but um, yeah but also to be fair there's no way we would have thought that (laughs) because this movie does what i think is the cardinal sin of found footage movies and that it just never does anything and it's just like you know obviously you want you want to build some suspense in a movie. You don't want to throw everything out immediately. But you know what? Maybe when you're an hour and 22 minutes into the movie and Jeez. nothing has happened, maybe throw like a few little things in there. At least. Like, honestly, here's the thing. I fucking hate the Blair Witch Project. It is such a shitty movie. Like, it's so fucking did. boring. so wrong, but it's fine. But here's the thing. No, dude, if you watch that again, nothing happens in that either. But here's the thing. In comparison to Paranormal Activity... The Blair Witch Project is a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> like, I would rather see that fucking dickhead sitting in the forest going, Oh, God, I need another smoke. Fuck you, you woman. Like, whatever was happening that whole time. Like, <laughs> that's stupid. That's all that movie was. And I would much rather watch those idiots scream in a tent for an hour than watch this fucking stupid bullshit again. Oh, my God. I mean, I think the the telltale scene for the entire movie for me is when they bring the psychic back for the second time, and he literally just, like, takes one step into the house, and he's like, nope, I gotta fucking go. And they're like, wait, what? What's happening? He's like, nah, nah, I'm out. I'm Nope, bye. Honestly, even the first scene when he comes around, he's just like, hey, guys. Oh, yeah, you got a lot of demons. I was like, dude, you've been here for two minutes and you've done nothing. Like, I don't know how you determine this because you don't, I don't trust your credentials. He's in the movie. He's only in the movie to make it longer. He is literally just in the movie for two scenes just to be like, oh, yeah, you got demons and shit. And then he leaves. I'm like, what the fuck are you? Why are you here? He does the same thing in both of the scenes. When he comes back, he's like, oh, yeah, you you really do have demons and shit. And then nopes the fuck out. Yeah, he just confirms it. The first time he's like, you got demons. And the second time he's like, you definitely have demons. And then just leaves. (laughs) Like, dude, what is wrong with you? That's so fucking absurd. <laughs> the thing about it, though, is like it makes me that scene with him, especially when he comes back the second time, it makes me feel like I'm watching like Thanks Killing or Lamageddon or these yeah. like purposefully bad movies. But this movie never tries to be that. This movie is trying to play itself so serious. Well, here's the thing people talk so much shit on those shitty movies that have like those dumb little scenes and like weird characters that walk in, they're like, oh, and do nothing and leave. But it's like they are literally making fun of this movie that everyone that hates on those movies praise like they will literally praise this like oh look at this guy of course he came in to say nothing he's so scared and he left and then they'll see like thanks killing or like some stupid scene making fun of that they're like this is the dumbest thing ever this is so pretentious (laughs) why would that happen i'm like you honestly should probably hang yourself 
because this shit happens in real fucking movies, and it's it, ridiculous. It's, I think people forget that it happens in real movies when they see those shitty movies making fun of it. They're just like, oh, yeah. you guys are so dumb, you don't know how to act. And I'm like, no, they know how to act better than these people who are legit actors that are agreeing to do these stupid fucking roles. <laughs> it is so, like, this is like, this movie is like the epitome of, like, the fucking hipster culture that I hate so much. Like, I, you could probably call me a hipster because I fucking hate on anything good and that I like shitty shit. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say that the real bullshit hipsters are the people that like this movie and stuff like this and then shit on everything that's making fun of it. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. No, this movie is, it's it's just a pile of horse shit. And it, it's so unfortunate that it was as successful as it was and it made as much money as it did because I feel like it's this kind of shit that, like, I don't know. It just gives like, everyone the okay to do stuff like this? It gives everyone the okay. And I guess, like, part of me is, like, cool with that because, like, I also hate the the inverse of, like, sort of like These the Hollywood, Hollywood movies and shit. Yeah, the Hollywood elite are the only people who get to be creative and make art. Like, I hate that side. But I hate this side, too, of, like, oh, I'm just going to shit out a piece of shit and make a hundred and ninety million dollars off of it but then at the same time like that makes me mad but then it also makes me respect the fuck out of it because i'm you like kinda respect you know the hustle yeah i respect the hustle because i'm like shit okay you know what this guy is now a fucking double digit millionaire 30 million dollar net worth because of this he just literally put out a piece of shit and was like oh i'm cool he doesn't even he, dude this guy's made like two projects since like Two, like, they look like small... They didn't even look like they were that big. I'm pretty sure he just made this movie, made a shit ton of money, and was like, all right, cool, I'm gonna go buy a big house, hang out Dude, now, because I just... There you go, 30, I'm good. 30 million's more than I'll make my entire lifetime. Like, I'm yeah. not I'm not even remotely afraid or, or embarrassed to say that. Like, this is insane that he was able to do this thing that he did. Yeah. Dude, he's set for life off of this terrible movie, and that's that's just it. That's That's how he lives. I want to read off some things that, um, I'm a, so you know how IMDB, like trivia, it's supposed to be things that you wouldn't expect? Right. I'm going to start this out by reading off things that you completely would expect that people, <laughs> for some reason, are upvoting. Um, filming was completed in 10 days. Wow, that long? The actors weren't given scripts, but were given guidelines on how to behave or what to discuss in their scenes. Yeah, nobody had any idea what the fuck was going on, and they were trying to do the Blair Witch, which is what Blair Witch did. The entire movie was filmed in Oren Pele's home. <laughs> Not surprising whatsoever. DreamWorks wanted to remake the movie with a bigger budget and better known actors and release the film as it was and use the original as a DVD extra. Which is probably what, have, what it should have been. Also, I talked so much shit about uh mika's little computer station in like basically the living room in the movie that was probably where the film was edited that's a very good point he probably cut it on that pc right there with those two that's monitors. actually a very good point he definitely did wow <laughs> that's why he was like even like pulling up audio software he was like look at what i can do <laughs> i have audacity <laughs> like old school 2007 audacity <laughs> and there's a few times where, like, you could tell that he's just, like, playing on the fact that if you just show any audio form, like, the people are like, holy shit, that's crazy. But, like, there's one point where he's playing audio that sounds nothing like the audio, like, wavelengths that are sitting there. And also, not only that, 
it literally wasn't even playing. He just showed like a still image of like some audio, like some wavelengths on yeah. the fucking screen. It was like, whoa, dude, you hear that feedback? Well, and then you you know that that part was was faked because later on they actually show a much more correct looking waveform. Yeah, they on do. On a different like, recording. Okay, so people that aren't familiar with like audio like editing and shit like that, like you when you record audio, like you'll see like a little like it looks like a, it's called a wave because it literally just looks like little waves like going up and down or whatever. But like at one point he shows a screen, he's like, "Oh, listen to this feed. It's like completely quiet." And then you hear like some feedback, but what you see on the screen is just like giant waves which like would only be obtained if your gain was just blasted so fucking high yeah, that like basically you can't if he's do playing anything. that file it should just be yeah exactly and in reality <laughs> it's just like and i'm like okay you you guys do you're, you're it just made me mad because i was like you're playing on the fact again like you're just rubbing it in that no one knows what the fuck is going on like yeah in every aspect of this they don't know what's going on with the movie they don't know what's going on with like little intricate things that you're doing here you just shot this in 10 days you shit it out and you became a multi-millionaire <laughs> off of it. It's just insane to me, man. It's insane. It's so fucking do we, do insane. we know anything about any of the, the actors in this? Do we know if they, they ever acted again? Dude, so here's a thing. A couple of them like kind of acted again, but here's a, here's another thing. Katie Featherson and Micah Sloat. So those are their names, literally. It's, yeah. just, it's just their names. Um, they received a reported $500 USD for each of their performances. It says due to the success of the film, they renegotiated the amount, but it doesn't say what the amount is, so I feel like it probably was not that much. Probably still not enough. You know what? Let us let me do this. I'm going to look up the net worth Damn. of both of them, because I'm sure neither of them are worth even oh, no, $500,000. They, they, they make as much money as I do now. They're not working in film or TV or anything. Okay, so Katie Featherson... Does not have a net worth online. Um, yeah, oh, wait. she's just a fucking mom. Oh, wait, actually, I didn't write net worth. 500000 Literally 500000 Oh, shit. And I mean, I guess that's better than I, than I expected. I told you. I told you not. Okay, that's not bad. He's 500000 I literally told you neither of them would have a dollar over 500000 They are both. Yeah. Their so net they worth a, they, is 500000 They got paid a million between the two of them. I think they got paid seven hundred fifty thousand, and they bought a house. And then, no, actually, no. I think they got paid five hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, they, that's what I mean. Like they, like, b- oh, both of in them total, together, they got both one got. Okay, yeah, they're yeah. They're like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys were the stars. We'll throw a million your way. And they're yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah, million. And they're like, well, I mean, you gotta split it. Yeah. <laughs> actually, wait, no, it was two thousand seven, so it was probably like a seventy thirty split, and the guy got all of it. Oh, you're right. That's so fun. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. So network go goes into like ass like liquid assets and like physical right. like assets what so like that's probably they own their home and whatnot and then Katie Katie did better with her money than Micah did. <laughs> Micah Micah was like, Well, this movie made hundred ninety three million dollars. I'm gonna go gamble and like stick my strip my my, my stripper stick my face <laughs> in the stripper's ass. So <laughs> Oh, stick my stripper in a face's ass. That goes along with the other movie that you reviewed recently. What? Skins. That's not what that... A face's ass. Well, that part. I was thinking of the strippers. (laughs) You're always thinking about strippers. Well, great people. Um... Yeah, so those are some of the fun things in in this IMDb. There's a lot... Oh, wait, James. Yes. Oren Pele bought the Ouija board in his local Costco... Son of a 
bitch. How did he find a Ouija board that cool in Costco? In a Costco? It had a fucking pentagram on it. Me and you had like a 10 minute conversation just about like, where the fuck did he buy that Ouija board? We thought he bought it at like a fucking like Bruja place or something. And like, yeah, like some uh, fucking like Wiccan shop or something. Nah, dude, Costco. Son of a bitch. That's that's a really (laughs) badass Ouija board for Costco. Dude, okay, so this is one of the things that made me really mad. It says, Oren Pele spent a year redecorating his house prior to filming. The walls were originally stark white in every room, and there was no railing to the staircase. So what I'm getting from this is the reason this movie was a $15,000 budget is because he just used it. Dude, he just used it to redecorate his house and get, like, some railings and some stuff he wanted because he was like, oh, I can't have white walls and no railing on my staircase for this movie. Yeah, he literally just used the budget to redecorate his house, and the then became a millionaire part after. Of the budget, like, oh no, this is for set design. I gotta buy this fucking wine cork art. Exactly, dude. There is no way that, like, why would why would some white walls and then no railing on a staircase make any difference in a found footage movie about you just being in the house, like, and some ghosts haunting you? He literally just used that Makes budget no to be sense. like, hey, I had to get some, I did like do some stuff to my house, you know? Damn, dude. Because, yeah, I mean, the ca- they you said it was like a 10-day shoot or something like that. That camera they rented was probably like maybe 200 bucks a day. Like Exactly. Fuck. How mad does that make you? That's the one that kind of had me like, oh, wow. <laughs> Explains why we could only find it in uh, 720. But you know why that makes me really mad too? Knowing that the actors originally got paid 500 bucks, but he probably oh, used fuck, like 7,500 or like 10,000 bucks just to put some rails on his staircase at his That'd personal house. <laughs> Dude, that is like so incredibly fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's that's some major bullshit. Okay, we're going to finish up this IMDb shit, but apparently Steven Spielberg was like involved in this a good amount. He said, it says, this. Someone had to have just lied about this, but, like, almost 500 people find this interesting, so it's alarming to me. It says Steven Spielberg had to stop watching the film halfway through on a home screener as he was genuinely spooked by the experience. He completed it in daylight hours the next day and loved it. So I'm going to go ahead and say, here's here's the fucking thing. Of course Steven Spielberg was fucking scared of it. Of course he he thinks Poltergeist was scary. Of course he fucking... He saw this and he was he like, oh my god. He thinks the Goonies is scary. Yeah, he's like, oh my god. Are you... You see, you see those subtle nuances? When I really sit down and think about it, my brain, it, it melts. See that? See that? I think her hair flipped. Did her hair flip? I don't know. Maybe it flipped. Maybe it didn't. I think her hair flipped. Dude, I'm just like... The, the the background of this movie might make me a little more angry than the actual movie. Like, I can get over a lot of it, but it's just so fucking obnoxious. Yeah, it really is. <sighs> Alright, well, do you want to just talk about this? Want to get into this? I guess. I guess I we I'm, should. I think I'm done complaining about it. Go watch the trailer, guys, if you don't remember the trailer. I forgot how ridiculous the trailer was you know what i really loved being able to watch the trailer today and being able to pause it whenever i wanted back whenever this movie was out i didn't have enough money to have fucking dvr or whatever that is so like such a good I point pause it that's such a good fucking point dude because when you pause it you see these people's faces and you see like 
you realize that they're just zooming in on like one or two people in the theater at one time that are like putting their hands over the mouth they're like scared but then you also notice that they're like at least at least i'd say at least two-thirds of the theater are 60 year old white women with like glasses with the little like beads <laughs> hanging around the back so that if they drop their glasses it stays around their neck I don't know about that, but they do definitely look like very scared suburban white people. And then occasionally when you see a non-white person, they're like totally over the bullshit of the movie. They're sitting there just like looking at it like, why the fuck am I here? And I'm I'm, I'm like very, very positive that they paid some of these people to react to scenes. They probably they probably paid everyone to get to watch it early or whatever. And like, they probably got like a small fee and like, maybe they were told like, Oh, if you have a really big reaction, like you'll definitely be in the commercial, you know, something like that. Yeah. That's what I'm assuming it is because also like, dude, this is, it is a very unique trailer in the sense that they don't show you what the movie, you have no idea what the movie is at all. As in, they just zoom in on white people's faces for, Two minutes. The annoying part is I, I I didn't remember the trailer showing any of the movie. And then when we watched, I was like, oh shit, it actually does show quite a bit. And the movie that it shows sounds interesting, but that's because they put every single part of this film that does have a plot point into the trailer. I wouldn't say a plot point. I would just say anything. Anytime something happens, aside from like a light little like tap on the wall, they yeah. put into the trailer. Yep. Even, I mean, essentially the big ending of, like, him getting his body thrown at the camera is in the trailer. Yeah, That's the fucking is. finale. They really just put the end of the movie, like, in the two-minute trailer. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's it's very, it's very long. And I guess when you watch it, too, like, shouldn't you just be ready for spoilers immediately? Because you're like, oh, hey, there's only two people in this movie. Right. And then, like, three people that, like, randomly show up at some point for yep. two minutes. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, Paranormal Activity. Like, immediately, when this shit starts, there's just, like, this main dude with the camera, he's like, hey, I want you to kiss my camera, girlfriend. That'd be hot, right? And then he starts talking to his camera like it's an actual person. He's like, hey, wait, does this gay yeah. camera, do you need food? Substance? How's, how's, your, how's your batteries, camera? That w Dude, all right, I, I came. I did come, but... <laughs> And then, and then he starts, like, walking around. He's like, hey, so let's investigate. I heard a weird sound. Did they even set up? You you kept saying that, like, she's been haunted forever, but when did they set that up? Was it early? The, yeah, it was very early. Uh, he was saying something about, like, the house, and he had brought up, like, this other stupid little line that I fucking hate in the dialogue, uh, and I remember hating it when I saw it in 2009, where he says, like, yeah, we're going to set up a camera in the bedroom and we'll see what's really going on. And if it's those those fucking kids next door who are like obsessed with you and won't leave you alone and they're like trying to peep on you at night or something like I'm going to fucking kick their ass or something like that. And then she goes, well, unless those kids have been following me around since I was eight years old, it's definitely not them. That's the explanation. Yeah. Okay, so let's investigate that. So they hear a weird sound, and then, and then he starts, like, he just ignores the weird sound. And then he, like, walks over to the couch, and he's like, hey, girl, I like your feet. They're sexy. And then she's oh, like, yeah. you shouldn't film my feet. And he's like, no, no, it's a sex type of thing. Go back it's into your Venus pose. <laughs> is, that, is that, like, a yoga thing? I don't, I don't know. I'm lost. 
these are all verbatim quotes. They are. You, you're, you're quoting the movie directly, and I don't understand any of it. And that was the first, like, what, 15 minutes? <laughs> yep. Everything yep. I just read off right now is, like, the that's the whole, like, not just intro to the movie, it's, like, segueing into the film. Yeah. This is this is the setup. This is the movie. <laughs> like, can we talk about how the fact, like, the fact that just this dialogue about, like, feet being a sex thing and about weird, like, them just mentioning the fact that there's weird noise, like, that's the setup for this. Like, I know you could say, like, oh, yeah, that's how you set up a ghost movie, but that is just, can you just, knowing that they didn't even have, like, an actual definitive script, that they were just told, like, hey, do things similar to this in certain scenes, and oh, knowing, God. like, it, this literally is not a movie. That's the thing that's making me really mad when I start to think about it more and more. This is not even a movie by any sense of the word. This is just someone that had a camera and was like, hey, do things kind of like what... Do things kind of like something that's a thing, and then there you go. That's what this movie yep. is. Something yep. that's kind of like a thing. Yep. I, I will I will say that even though I absolutely hate Paranormal Activity, I have seen every single one of them. and Which is insane. The... I haven't even done that. <laughs> the second one is more of a movie than this one. Like immediately did they pivot in the second one and continuing through the series of like creating this like mythos around the story of, of what happened to Katie and like explaining why and all of that kind of stuff. What I really want to know is why is Micah in like three more of them? Is he? Yeah, I looked at his credits, and he's credit. He's literally Micah, and like, f- like three of them. Like after God, this one, I don't know if I remember enough to know if he actually appears as himself, or if maybe he just appears as video footage. Oh, okay, well, he's in like three of them, so that's very because alarming he shouldn't. To me. He shouldn't be able to appear as himself as an ongoing character. No, I mean, spoiler alert, <laughs> if you haven't seen fucking Paranormal Activity, it, it made $200 million, everyone has seen Paranormal Activity. If you haven't seen the trailer for Paranormal Activity. If you haven't seen the two-minute trailer that you could watch on YouTube for Paranormal Activity, spoiler alert, Micah dies. <laughs> that's so, f- honestly, out of like, that's easily one of the worst deaths I've ever seen in my life. This movie has one kill. It's so lazy. It's one kill, and it's the, it, we don't actually see it. We just see a dead body flying through the air. That's all you we know see. What? You know what the excuse was too? There were like there was like a few alternate endings, like one where I think like she like stabs him or something, and then one where like I don't know, similar she like stands around and then he explodes. I don't fucking know. But in every case they were like, Yeah, this this scene was so elaborate and crazy that Orin never even shot it. Because like, he, he was sitting there like, How the fuck am I actually supposed to do this? Oh, I don't know. Like He's like, I already I'm spe- not a filmmaker. I don't know how to make this work. I already spent $10,000 on stair railings. Like, I don't... <laughs> wh- how am I going to find the money for this? Yep. If he, like, exploded or something, I would like the movie more. Dude, if Ready or Not has shown me anything, just give me people exploding at the end of the movie and I'm going <laughs> to like it. But actually, that's not true because the whole movie's Start fun until then. And this movie is not fun until then. This movie's so. never fun. This movie is never, ever, ever fun. I will say some of those lines, like the the foot sex thing. I mean, it's kind of fun. It should like it's not supposed to be, but for me, it is. Maybe like not, that probably not fun. fun. Yeah, like kind of just like, oh, you're you're that stupid. <laughs> That's fun, right? It's it's 2007, and I'm supposed to believe that she knows nothing about foot fetishes. Which 
yeah, that's well. You know what? A She's white never girl, even heard that it's even possibly a thing. A white girl in two thousand seven. You know? Did Aren't you see all foot fetishes white? Did you see their eyebrows? Didn't they like invent it? No, I don't think so. I could be wrong. I don't know. No, nah, black dudes really like toes. I ain't done. Like the weird one, not like the, it's like the weird, <laughs> the really weird, like the ones that like play World of Warcraft. They really like toes. No, yeah, I, I know this. I'm speaking from, this like, is, experience. This is a very interesting generalization. Dude, well, so, so So black dudes that specifically play World of Warcraft yes. are really into feet. Yes. Got it. I, dude, I could back that shit up. If anyone's listening and you fit the description, <laughs> go ahead and message, because I, I, I can confidently say that that is a true stereotype. <laughs> I'm sorry, like I'm not I'm not trying to be a dick. It's just there are facts in the world and that's one of them. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's great. I love it. I love it. Alright, so we get to night one of paranormal activity and we hear like this low humming noise and then some creaking. And I was like, oh shit, what's gonna happen next? And then you hear like, oh hold on, let me see if I can replicate it. I don't know what my keys are. Do you have keys? Oh fuck. No, I don't. I'm wearing my leggings. They don't have pockets. So you hear some some humming and some creaking, and then... And I was like, oh, shit. What's going good, to happen? Some camera guy dropped his keys. Dude, someone dropped their keys, and I was like, oh, shit. S- the guy holding the, the boom mic dropped his keys. Dude, and then they wake up in the morning, like, obviously. I, I guess they, they slept through the keys falling, which was baffling to me, but they slept through it. And they wake up and they're like, holy shit, these keys fell off the table. <laughs> and this, dude. Why are my keys on the floor? Dude, she's so moved. She's like, oh my God. And then he's like, oh my God, this is incontrovertible evidence that there's a demon here. Me and James had to, me, like, that, if if you really think that that wasn't pulled out of a, thor- a thesaurus, fuck you. Because, I mean, I've, <laughs> dude, I, I've heard a lot of, uh. A lot of big words. I'd say I'm a big word connoisseur, you know? Like, I, I'm like, hey, what's a big word? I'll learn that big word. But this guy, dude, he knows large words. I was like, To, to wow. quote Forrest Gump, I'm not a smart man, but I ain't never heard, in, I already forgot it, inconsiderable. I've never heard that word in my life. Dude, I like... <laughs> I, I thought it was, like, I, I was like, okay, I think this is real, but I don't have proof that this is real, and I want to say that it's it not. It sounded just just off enough to not be a real word. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here, there's a difference between saying a word that you know. Like, you know, you you'd, if you know a word, you know the meaning, and you know, like, when and when it doesn't apply. You say it with, like, a, di- a certain cadence, like, a, a confidence, if you will. <laughs> but then But then this guy is like... Oh, you get the incontrovertible. And I was like, you know what, dude? You just, you were just told what that word was two minutes prior to saying it. And you. Nah, bro. You, 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 y'all had the laptop out and you went to thesaurus.com and you typed in undeniable and just read off the first one. It was just ridiculous. Because that's the saying. That's the saying. Like, undeniable evidence is like a saying. You hear it in like. Every police show ever, they say undeniable evidence. Like, that's just a thing people say. And you're like, no, we can't say undeniable. Let's make him sound real smart. That just made me so fucking angry. Like, and, and, and it's coming from the guy who you would never believe 
would know a word like incontrovertible. It's coming from the guy who's walking around oh, like, no, hey, feet are like a sex thing. He's a day trader who thinks feet are a sex thing. Yeah, you had a really big issue with the fact that he was a day trader and the other it girl was in college. Me the fuck off. Well, it's 2007, and also it's just. I also want to know what Mr. Ori Palan or whatever his name was was doing before this, because also, like, did he live with people or was that just his house on his own? No, that's why there's two guest rooms that we never see the inside of because it's his roommate's fucking rooms. That's a pretty good point. That's the only explanation. What if it's his parents' house? Also a possible explanation. Hmm. So yeah, there's a demon here because of keys. And then the, it's actually, you know what's really weird? I'm actually just scrolling, like just like glancing through my notes right now, and there's like seven different times where I write, this guy just starts doing something for three straight minutes. Like, like a lot of a lot of different points where I'm just like, yeah, for three. And I timed like all of it. It was like at least three minutes where they're just doing something not important, like over and over again. You have to because you have to find a way to stretch this bullshit story into a feature length film. Well, yeah. At one point, he's just sitting there saying white white guy jokes for like three minutes. He's like, "Hey, what if I played some music when the psychic shows up?" Oh, it's making him feel oh, it. Oh god, home. that was so stupid. I thought I thought someone was gonna call and he was gonna answer the phone and go, "Yellow." <laughs> it was so fucking annoying, dude. <laughs> I was getting so pissed. And then right after he's done making white, I'm doing that to you anytime you call me. Oh, I will fucking block you. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> So after this guy's done making these jokes for, like, three minutes, then that's when we find out that they're, like, you know, a day trader and the girl's a teacher. Or, like, not even a teacher yet, almost a teacher. And then the film explains any haunting that's ever happened in the world for four minutes straight. Like, they're just explaining, they're just like, hey, so when a ghost is around, there's, oh, ectoplasm or something. I don't, I don't fucking know, dude. It was stupid. It was dumb. It was just dumb. So the therapist dude or whatever, he's like, hey, yeah, so uh, this, is, this is definitely, I'm going to call him a therapist, dude. It's fucking he's stupid. He's just a therapist. I, I don't think he's anything else. I'm pretty sure he was just a counselor <laughs> that was on Craigslist that got called and he was like, oh, yeah, I'll pretend to be a psychic for a day. Why the fuck not? It's in my job description. <laughs> Why not? So this therapist, he's like, yeah, your house is definitely haunted. So let me just call my colleague, the demonologist of America. And I'm like, <laughs> All right, but did we figure out what a colleague, uh, the, the like the the official description of a colleague is? Because I feel like it's like no, we it's like someone you work with, but I also feel like it could just be a bud or like a guy, like someone whose number you just have. Yeah, I mean, what it says is a, a person with whom once works in a profession or business, and I just found it very hard to believe that this guy would actually have a high-level, super-in-demand, very well-respected demonologist as someone that he works with on a regular basis. Yeah, this guy's they called him a psychic, and like I said, I got a lot of therapist vibes, but they call him a psychic... I don't know where he came from. I don't know. Like, is this... This isn't his day job, is it? Because if this is... There's no way this is his day job because he literally just showed up and was like, yeah, I'm leaving. Like, if this is your day job to, like, attack these ghosts and you're not, like, fulfilling it and you're not going through with attacking the ghosts, I don't know where you're making your money. And also, a second issue off of that, tagging onto that, if this is your side job, how can I trust you as my as my demon expert, if this is your fucking side, like you're working at Trader Joe's during the day, and then at <laughs> night you're like, oh, let me go demon hunting. 
Dude, fuck you, you piece of shit. It does seem like someone who is more familiar with the supernatural would not just like nope the fuck out the just way leave. he does. Like in this situation. That's his side job and that's my fucking issue, dude. You can't be <laughs> hunting demons as a side job. Like if I'm ever hiring someone to exercise me or like get some fucking fuck shit out of my house. I'm making sure that's your full-time job. Like, that is, like, that's your that's your main priority. That is, like, when you wake up in the morning, you're like, what demon am I going to kill? That's the fucking guy I need. Not the guy that's fucking, that's not even, you're not even a cashier. You're not even taking the money at Trader Joe's. You're fucking bagging shit. You're standing there for eight hours on the side of the little fucking cashier's conveyor belt, and you're putting someone's milk inside of the bag, but you stick it on top of the bread. No, fuck you. You're not getting this oh, demon. Oh, don't, don't crush my bread with, my, with that milk. I'm saying, dude, you're not, you're not handling my demon problem. <laughs> Dude, honestly, that maybe I didn't even think about that when we were watching this, but now just like in hindsight, I'm just so angry. <laughs> so I guess I guess the argument would be that like he seems to like be pretty okay with like ghosts and spirits, but when he realizes that it seems to be something demonic, he's like, "Ah, oh, nah, fuck this shit. That's not me. That's the demonologist. You got to get like God involved now." No, but my issue is I don't think he knows it's a. De- I don't even think he knows that anything <laughs> is there. I literally think he showed up and he was like, "Oh shit, dude, this this seems way more realistic than what I expected." No, I don't think it was that either, James. I really don't think it was that either because all we've seen see, we've seen so far is tapping and humming, and this guy this guy's here at like definitely true. What? This guy's here at like two thirty p.m. Yeah, just chilling in the afternoon. I I don't think anything happened. Well, I think that he probably was like really thrown off guard, whatever the situation was, to come in and then fucking Katie just like unloads eight. What well, well, no? Not since she was eight years old. So let's say like fifteen years worth of fucking trauma and bullshit, and like. 1, 2.30 in the afternoon meeting, and then you're just like, uh, I don't know what the fuck to do with this. Dude, all she did was read the Amityville horror book and just recite it <laughs> back to this fucking therapist. <laughs> like, that's so bullshit. You can't tell me that that scared him. He was like, oh, I've heard this story before. Do you know Ed and Lorraine? <laughs> They're my no, colleagues. We'll get, to them la- we'll get to them later in another movie series called The Conjuring. It's fine. Oh, yeah, 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 you know what? Maybe we should talk about that, but we're not gonna. Fuck you, fuck this. This is so <laughs> aggravating. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So after after the therapist leaves, fucking Micah decides to take a video of himself looking in the mirror. He's like, I'm Dr. Johnson. Me. I'm him. And he starts like... I demonologist, man. <laughs> Which is just... I, I'm so tired of this immature guy, like, in, in convertible or whatever he said. <laughs> in convertible. Yeah, fuck you, dude. You're, you're literally flexing in the mirror, pretending to be... He's... 
I have never seen someone over the age of 11 do something like that. I'm Dr. <laughs> I'm Dr. Johnson. Look at me. I'm Dr. What? And it's even worse knowing the fact that he's holding a camera. I would also like to point out that we've been calling him Micah most of this episode, but his name is not Micah. Yeah, it is. It's worse. What? It's Mika. Oh, it's Mika. Which is just fucking obnoxious. Yeah, that is worse. Pepper just farted. <laughs> smells really bad in here. Pepper doesn't like him being named Mika as much as I don't like him. Oh, my God. It's a de- no way. It's a demon. I got to leave. Do you think do you think that's actually what happened to the therapist? Like someone just farted and he was like, Oh dude, I gotta go. Maybe he did. He walked in and one slipped out, he's like, Oh fuck, that's embarrassing. No, I gotta get out of here, no, no, man. No. He farted and he forgot that he farted, and then he got a whiff of it and he was like, Oh dude, I'm out. <laughs> See that this movie makes a lot more sense when I put it like under that under there those goggles. Go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. They, they go to bed now, and then they turn off the, the camera to have sex because she's all like... Because, you know, they're in a, like... They're like 30-something, I assume, or what? At least like 27, 28 or something, I'd assume. Yeah. And sh- this girl is so white that she's still just like... I mean, I guess that's not a white thing. I guess it just could be the thing. No. I'm going to say, you know what? You're 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 a bunch of pussies. You, you guys are like <laughs> married or whatever. You have two, you have two guest bedrooms... And you're really worried about Fucking this. Pisses me off. You're worried about like having sex with this camera on. Like, real, it's that big of a deal. You fucking missionary bullshit. Like, and then you know, it makes me so bad. Like, she's so weird about like them having sex on camera, even though they're fucking full grown adults. And then after they like have sex and they wake back up, he's like, "That was illegal in Kentucky and twelve other states." So I'm like, "What did you do?" That that you I that mean that I know, joke even remotely makes sense. Yeah, that that joke would make any sense. And then this girl isn't even down to like record anything. Like, there's no way that what you did was anything more than missionary. <laughs> like, I wanted to say like sodomy, maybe. Right. Because I know sodomy. That's the is, only. That's the only thing that that makes sense with the joke. That applies, right? But then also, I yeah. really don't even think that Katie's down to take it in the butt. No, definitely not. Like, dude, she's scared of tapping on the walls. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me, dude? She'd think there was a demon in there if you tried. This girl cannot take a fucking, like... She's like, a... oh my god, my asshole's haunted. Exactly. She would be like, oh, intruder <laughs> in the back. Like, are you kidding me? This girl could not take a thumb in the bum, much less, like, an entire Kentucky <laughs> surprise. That's fucking ridiculous, dude. <laughs> so, anyway, after this terrible terrible missionary sex that definitely was not in the ass they go to sleep and then they wake up and the door just like it it goes like slightly ajar and then they watch the video the next day and they're like oh my god that's impossible i'm like dude have you ever heard of a draft jesus christ (laughs) like my doors move all the fucking time if i keep a window open yes i guess that's the 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 next layer of like just white privilege bullshit (laughs) White people think they, they're being haunted when there's a fucking draft. Wait, I get it. White people have never experienced a draft because they can leave the air conditioner and the heater running at all exactly. times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. In this fucking San Diego house where you have two fucking guest rooms and no reason to have a goddamn guest. They have two. Yeah, cause I was just going to say, I, was, I thought you were going to say like no roommates or anything, but you're right. No reason to have. A, these people don't have friends. No, no friends. Just her sister. That's it. There is not a single time in this movie where they called anyone 
they received a text. They like were like, "Hey, uh, how's how's Joey doing?" <laughs> There's none of that. No. Even the sister who you think might be a little bit more involved because she probably grew up with Katie and knew like some of this stuff. Even if she didn't know of it happening as like a supernatural thing, she probably would have thought it was like a, a mental illness kind of thing. And like she's like, oh, yeah, my sister gets like these crazy dreams sometimes or something. And like she doesn't seem to really give a fuck. She comes no. around a couple times, but she doesn't help whatsoever. Is she in any of the sequels? She, I believe, if she's not in the second one, I think she's referenced. Okay. Because if I'm remembering the storyline correctly, in this movie, like, Mika, like, finds that little girl that was experiencing, like, the same thing happening in the 60s. And I think that is Katie and her sister's grandma. (laughs) I think they explain that in the second one. You know, apparently they did, like, they showed, like, five minutes or something of, like, an exorcism for that, and they cut it down to, like, those, like, three little tiny, like, gifts that we saw. Really? Yeah, yeah. Apparently there was, like, a big old exorcism thing there. That would have been more interesting. Right? Like, it probably would have been better. It's, like, the things that you choose to cut are probably the things you should have kept. But it's probably the things that they actually, they probably filmed it and was like, oh, fuck, this looks like shit, because they didn't have any money, and they didn't have any actors. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, even those gifts that they did, they literally just recorded, like, they just stuck the camera right up to a monitor and just recorded, like, just like that. Right, yeah. So it's like, all right, well, you do your thing. Um, There was also an incident where Katie walks into the bathroom, and then she sees a spider, and she screams bloody (laughs) fucking murder. Like, it sounds like she's getting murdered. She screams as much in that scene as she does basically the rest of the movie. It's so fucking weird. And then she shows up, she's like, oh my god, you gotta There's kill There's only it. one other Katie scream that is more, like, blood-curdling than this one. And that's the one at the very end. Yeah, I she's still... pretending like she's being murdered. I really... I don't... Her screams are not convincing, dude. They're not great. Because she's not an actor. I don't blame her for that. That's actually a really good point. I mean, they they did agree to get paid $500 for 10 days of shooting. Can you believe even fucking, oh my God, just saying like, hey, I'll work for 10 fucking days. That's the thing. For 500 bucks. Like, okay, I know it's like. I don't even do that with my job. No, there's no fucking way. Like, you think about like, that's not, a. I want to know how many hours they worked each day for sure. But like, yeah. that's really like, that's not like really not even a thousand, fifteen hundred. That's like fucking something. bullshit, man. At least a hundred bucks a day, right? Like, right? Like they should have been, like at least a thousand bucks, right? Yeah, that's fucking insane. Like they worked like below minimum wage for this movie. Oh yeah. Well, I guess what was the minimum wage in two thousand seven in California? Well, that's the thing. It hasn't changed. Well, California it has. No, California has. F- federal hasn't. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, federal federal still like seven and a quarter or some shit. Yeah, it's like thirteen now in California or something. I think it's thirteen. Damn. Yeah, it's like 13 now. It's going to be like, I think... It's a whole new world over there. I think by like 2021 20, 20, or 2022, it's going to be 15. Look at that. Yeah, but I mean, the cost of living is so fucking high that it still doesn't even matter. It does nothing. Oh, yeah, I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, so that's always fun. Um, So, <sighs> there was a really funny scene, actually, in this movie. It was when, like... Well, Katie's doing this whole thing where she's like, maybe it's too dangerous to mess with the camera. And then at one point... Micah kind of retaliates. He's like, hey, you know what? I You want to tell me I can't use this camera? 
well, fuck you, bitch. You didn't tell me that you had demons following you when we moved in together. <laughs> I will say, I like that. Valid point. Point Micah. Point Mika. Whatever his fucking name is. I... I agree with him completely on that. Like, there were a lot of times where I was I like... I feel like this should have came up at some point. Even Again, like, even if you don't actually believe that it's demonic, if you're just like, oh, I get night terrors, or oh, I sleepwalk, like, you should probably bring that up with someone, especially if you're going to be living with them and sleeping in the same bed as them on a regular basis. Or, like, if you think you see demons, like, yeah, be like, hey, I see demons, because then, you know what, it's that thing where maybe I'm okay with it. But maybe I'm not, and I'd like to know. And okay, okay. So let's say like like he said maybe by the fifteenth or thirtieth date you should have said something. So let's say you're in a relationship with someone and you get to roughly thirty dates, and they say, "Hey, sometimes I think I might be seeing demons, but I'm not totally sure." What's your reaction? It's a really good question. So at what exactly? What number of dates are we on, and what kind of dates have we been going on? I don't know. I guess we have to examine it from from the context like of how, what we believe. How close are Mika we? And I, I think we should examine it from the context of what we believe Mika and Katie's relationship would have been. Their relationship is a in. fucking sham. Their relationship is shit. You're asking me, so I'm gonna put myself in my in my situation. Um, okay. So w- what are we gonna say? Fifteen dates? Thirty dates? Let's say thirty dates. So probably, you know, I mean, you probably don't shit. hang out every single day. So maybe a couple months. By this point, maybe even up to three months. 30 dates in three months? Wow. You're, I mean, you probably don't hang out every day, right? You're assuming I have more time on my hands. Um, <laughs> I feel like 30 dates. I'm assuming you have more time. So what, this is like this is like a year? 30 dates is like a year out? Dude, you're saying 30 dates. Like, what is a date? Like, is a date just hanging out or is a date, like, going somewhere? I think and, a like... date's just hanging out. It's not, okay. like, an official, like, oh, we went to the movies and we got dinner. Like, I fuck all that shit. Okay, so, yeah, two or three months. Time, I'll, I'll like, give that one-on-one then. time with someone, we'll call it a date. So you spend, like, a month out of, like, three months together, like, in total? Like, something like yeah, that? Yeah, that's, that's what I think. Okay, um... You, see, you okay. hang out probably once every three days or so. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I actually have something like that going right now, so let me just fast forward a little bit. Let me, I can put myself in this exact situation. All right, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if, if they end up saying, hey, I see demons sometimes. You know what? Actually, let me bring myself back. And I told her I see demons on, like, the second or third date. <laughs> No, like, I, I'm actually thinking about, I legit, I said those very words. I legit said, I have a demon following me, like, the second or third date. Wait, what? No, yeah, that was completely true. No, that's completely true. I, I There is something that is, like, every house that I've lived in, there is, like, yeah. there are very specific things that happen, and they follow me, like, everywhere. I go, and I realized that, I re, one of my friends helped me realize that it was following me. I thought it was just, like, oh, I'm get him unlucky there's just like some houses that have some weird shit going on but then, then uh, someone there was some, who's like, a very started moving things of outside of my house in like, my hey, car it's not haunted you're haunted oh wait hang on that wasn't just paranormal activity that was also insidious exactly they literally say the exact same fucking same thing. thing it's um, not the house it's your son well, here's the thing. So, like, stuff started moving yeah. outside of this my house. This is more interesting things going on to me than the my movie. house. But like, then one day, like, I'm way more sh- invested right now. It, it totally is. Well, there was, like, one day where, like, shit kept moving around and, like, shit was 
going fucky inside of my house. But then I went outside and it was like early in the morning and like I went out to my car to like do something. And when I went back in, like shit was just like thrown around all inside of my car, but the doors were still locked. And I was like, um, yeah. And then I went and like asked like my grandpa, like my grandpa would be the only one who would even go in my car. I was like, were you in there a minute ago? Because I was in there like an hour ago and everything was completely different than it was right now. He was like, no. And, uh, and yeah, and then some other things happened like outside and whatnot. And then my friend was like, what if, what if something's, what if it's not like the houses you're living in? What if something's just following you? And I was like, huh, it's not a point I want to think about, talk but about it might be later. a valid point. <laughs> yeah, we could talk about this more. Um, it's very fun. Um, uh, but yeah. And then like the third time, like, uh, me and the girl I've been seeing, uh, we're hanging out. We were sitting outside in her car and like there was one point where like okay we're making out and then i felt her like just looking at something like i just felt like her eyes going somewhere else and i'm like what is this so i stop and i look and like surely her eyes were open and she's like looking like behind me and i turn around and it's just like it's like the house right behind me but it's this one specific window that's like really up high and it just looks creepy as hell and i looked at it and it just gave me like a weird feeling immediately and i was like were you staring at that window and she's just like still kind of staring at it and she's like yeah and then like we continue and like you know we're still hanging out and like late i just see her like every once in a while like we're talking or like kissing or some shit and then i just see her like just looking at this window and then I, that's after a while i was just like are you like seeing something there because like i got fucking demons and i got like shit going on like i don't know if that's my demon over there what the fuck you're seeing Bro, you're but charlie like brewster in, in fright night part two with the sexy vampire chick landing on top of the car it's following you. What does that have to do with demons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it? It's just this, something... This that... exact same <laughs> okay. scene happens okay, in I like Friday the Night Part 2. Um... But yeah, so in my situation, um, I guess maybe if you tell someone you have demons, it, I don't know, they don't they don't know whether or not to believe yeah. you, so I guess you yeah. might have been with them anyway. <laughs> because I said that, and so far we're still involved with each other so i i can say from personal experience hey i, but, I completely truthfully told someone that i had demons we actually talked about it a little more and i was like yeah no down i think road, i have a demon you have the plausible deniability of like fuck i told you fucking told you i told you you I knew what you were you. getting into you fucking you <laughs> asshole <laughs> bitch i told you what was up bitch i told you i had demons <laughs> and you came anyway willingly <laughs> <laughs> who look now we both look stupid <laughs> try that on for size amika yeah okay so that's fair yeah so you know what fair enough Mika. <laughs> okay so night number five is actually really terrifying because the girl um she wakes up from a bad nightmare and the next day the guy's like hey Ugh. listen to this and that's when we get that electrical interference and and then this is when he starts spewing about, he's like, ah, these audio files, hey, demon, you're worthless. You're fucking cuts, garbage. You're muff cabbage, demon. He fucking jersey on him all of a sudden. <laughs> Dude, it was so fucking weird. Like, there's a few different times in this movie where Micah just decides, like, I think it's because he's not an actor. He's like, I'm going to play a character. I think that all of the times so in the movie funny. where Micah tries demon, to, like, grow are the weakest parts of the movie. It, like, really shows how bad it is when Micah's trying to, like, 
when he's like trying to be a badass. When he tries to make his like, voice later all Later on, he says something like, "No, we're gonna take care of this. This is my fucking house. You're my fucking girlfriend, and we got this." And like, anytime he starts doing that, it's just like this is the worst. <laughs> Good job, strong man. <laughs> so uh, now I'm gonna read these verbatim the way I wrote them. The movie is all soft thumps for the next three minutes. The next two minutes is the girl being woken up by soft humming noise, and she goes outside <laughs> to sit in her outside chair. I remember chair. watching this the first time and being really <laughs> kind of confused at that whole scene of like her sitting in the outside chair. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> I remember watching it this time and being very confused about her sitting outside in the outside chair and being like, what's happening? That was my thought right now. I was like, okay, you're outside. I thought At first I was like, you're in a hammock. Okay, cool. Your back hurts. But it turns out she's just like, oh, yeah, this chair is really cool, dude. She's not even possessed at this point. I think, I think, she, I think we're supposed she's to just believe being that her. she's like slowly falling under the influence, you know? I thought she, she was she just like needed, reading up like Oprah or something. <laughs> in San Diego, yeah, just, just, great. Like, just step out for a few minutes. Fine. <laughs> jerking it in san diego um and all of a sudden mike michael walks into frame with that ouija board from costco and then oh the yeah dude, she just gets pissed she's like, i don't want to hear it like three times because she really doesn't want to hear it and then since she doesn't want to hear it they leave and then the planchette starts moving on the ouija board it starts moving all around its own and then it's on fire just <laughs> a fire <laughs> which why would why would can a ghost interact with a Ouija board that no one's know. interacted with? I don't know what it's trying to, what the film is trying to communicate to me at this point. I did, this is the part. So I saw this movie in theaters, and I think that I've shared the story, probably on Horror Suit, maybe not, but if if not, I'll do the very condensed version. I saw this movie in theaters, and then it was at this exact moment that I stood up and walked out of the theater, and I said, "This movie sucks." Can I please have my number back? And or can I please have my money back, not my number? And they said, No, we aren't doing any refunds specifically for this film, which made me assume that they probably had a lot of people ask the same question about this same movie. And so I reluctantly went in and finished it, but at this point I had had enough. Like, fuck paranormal activity why is this planchette moving why is it catching on fire why is half of the people in the theater that i'm in really scared that it slowly caught on fire it wasn't even like a jump scare explosion it all happened so slowly that it's not even scary so that's a very interesting story that? and while you were telling that very interesting story my old lady's my old lady stripper friend facetimed me and she was just strapped <laughs> with a full VR headset. Literally, just I I don't know what the fuck she said, but I she's answered it, and she's literally just sitting there like with like a weird dude, just with a weird smile, with a full VR headset, Let's just go. strapped. Like I don't it's know Oculus what the fuck I was shit. about to get told, but no. You ever done VR porn? Yeah, it's all right. So after that, I don't want to hear it. She doesn't want to hear it. They, they agreed. <laughs> So Mika decides yeah. that a ghost tried to write a message on this Ouija board. Motherfuck. So he has a notebook that he uses. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna decipher this code. It's like, it's basically like 
like the people that deciphered the zodiac well, he's code. Watching like the, the, he's watching the he's like the video the same caught level. the planchette and, moving around. So he's watching the video and then he's like, "Oh, where the planchette moves, these uh, are those letter spaces roughly, so it could be any of these combinations." Yeah, he's he reads Dine and then James was really pissed. He was like, "Diane?" Or like this motherfucker die? thinks that there's a demon haunting his fucking girlfriend and he's trying to piece together the message that it said and he sees that there's definitely something that makes it look like it said D I and then E and he's like, "Oh, there's probably an N in between the I and the E." The demon probably didn't say die. It probably said dine. It just wants to have dinner with us. That's all. No, I don't think it wants to have dinner with them. I think oh, it's telling them bitch. that they're eating Guys. out too much and they need to dine Quit in more. Quit spending all that fucking day trader money. You gotta, you gotta eat at home. Motherfuck. Yeah, I know. It's all those guest bedrooms. Must be nice. That's good stuff, man. <laughs> so 55 minutes in, like, I'm not kidding. 55 minutes in, and then something kind of happens because, like, they wake up in the middle of the night and they find, like, Micah set up even some salt. It's baby powder. A lot of salt. And, uh, oh yeah, oh, was that what it was? Was it? Re- why did they have baby for Micah's Wait, ass why did they, cheeks? They don't even have a baby. What are they using it for? So people tell, aren't you not supposed to put baby powder in your adult ass cheeks? That's what people say, but I feel like, what else do you I do with know. it? I don't know. I don't know. Like, well, here's the thing. I sometimes, well, here's the th- well. <laughs> I've like, I cut my asshole a few times and I put baby powder in there. I mean, and they healed see why it up not. really good. I, I had no issues. Doesn't change that much from being a baby to being an adult, does it? I know, I mean, I guess it's for, like, rashes or whatever, but literally, like, I cut my asshole, and you know what I did? I I washed it, I used antibacterial soap, and then baby powdered that bitch, and you know what? It healed faster than it did when I did it, baby powdered that bitch, when I just antibacterialed it. Maybe it's not supposed to work, but you know what? It did. Dude, it's fucking powerful. Like, you just gotta (laughs) will your way into $193 million. Um... So, yeah, uh, there's, like, all this baby powder on the floor, which is another thing where they were like, we had to remove the carpet to, for this scene. Floors. So I was like, oh, so, <laughs> Palai, you, you just wanted hardwood floors? <laughs> so <laughs> there's all this, like, salt around, and then they wake up, and they're like, oh, my God, there's footsteps. And then you look around, and the, did you see? So I walked away for a second. I mean, you watched this separate, this part separately. But did you see where, like, I told you that, like, there was literally just going to be salt on the floor? My, it looks my like only just put their logical hands in it and explanation all around. is that, you that, saw that right? this demon doesn't walk, but it tap dances everywhere. <laughs> oh, I thought it was, like, running, like, on all fours like a dog. But it was, like, when it got over there, <laughs> like, it was chasing its tail. <laughs> it's literally just spread everywhere. <laughs> Dude, I was like, that's not, like, you don't, <laughs> that's not how people walk. Like, even if you're a ghost, you don't walk like that. It It's just, it's aggravating, but it's fine, it's fine. They walk over to one of their giant closets, and they see, like, this entrance to this attic that's slightly ajar, and Mike is like, all right, so I gotta go see what's going on in there. And he walks up in there, and he's like, dude, there's something in there. And he finds this burnt picture of, like, his girlfriend, like, at her old house, and she's like, Oh my god, no way. That no shouldn't way. be oh here. That can't be oh my god, here. No Why way. is that here? That, makes no sense that wasn't in our attic. Literally a full minute of her <laughs> saying that, and then it just fades out. And I'm like, dude, you really are just wasting time with her going, Oh my god, no way. Like it was a perfect I, I've used this multiple times in multiple other movies, but it was exactly like the fucking Dead Celebrities episode of South Park 
where the ghost hunters come in. They're like, oh, my God. I just, Oh, my God. What's going I heard a noise. Oh I'm like, God, no it, it's what she's doing. I haven't seen this oh, picture in I just 15 myself. years. So one hour and two minutes in, and we hear some footsteps, and a light turns on, and a light turns off. Do you think and the, the door demon slams, needs to turn the light on around the other room. So Micah runs out, and he's like, show yourself. So why does the light I don't think need it does. to be a part of it at all? <laughs> uh, it's spooky, because they're asleep, so if you do a light on and off, then the camera sees it, and then you're like, oh. I think, I think the demon flips the light on jeepers. to make sure there wasn't any, any more uh, baby powder on the floor, and then, and then it was like, oh, good, I'm in the clear, and then flipped it off, and then ran in there. <laughs> do you think the demon says golly G? I think I think this demon does. I really feel like that's something it would say. Okay. Well, yeah, not all demons, but this demon. I think it says golly G. Okay. So the next day, Katie decides to just stand still in the middle of a room and go, <laughs> I feel it. I feel What's it happening? breathing on know. me. I feel it. What's happening? I don't that, know. I feel it right so, now. If you feel it, yeah, maybe seriously, move. was Take it a like steps and maybe you won't feel back breathing or on something? You. Like, why didn't she just walk away? Dude. So here's the thing. That's what I thought like, what was like happening at first. Her. I was like, okay, so it's definitely holding her, but yeah. then she's literally just like, but it's not. She's literally just like, I feel it, and she doesn't want to slowly falling under its influence. She's actually kind of falling I don't even agree with, with that. I'm actually going to say that. I'm actually going to say that there was no demon and she's just been pretending the whole time because she wanted Mika out from this relationship. Because his name's fucking Mika. She's so done with this relationship, but she's obviously just a like stupid white girl, so she <laughs> doesn't know how to just like end it on her own. Like she uh, uh, name one name one white girl named Katie that likes confrontation. None of them. So obviously she doesn't want to break up with him on her own. So she devises this plan and to make him think that there's ghosts in the like house, so that she can get out like of the relationship. Tell her to leave. It's his house. He admits late, late, later that it's his house, and he keeps trying. Yeah. She's just like trying to get him to say like, "Okay, I think you need to go." Yep. And instead, he's like, "No, I'm gonna fight this demon for you, babe." <laughs> yeah. And so then eventually she gets mad because he won't take the hint, and the movie ends with her that killing him. That is the him. best interpretation of the plot because of she just Paranormal got so Activity tired of it. I have ever heard in my entire life. It makes so much more sense than what actually happened. <laughs> because, like, really, like, you just, I everything that happened in this movie, I can, I can knock off to just, like, you know, you know that saying, like, oh, it's just the house settling, breathing, or, whatever, or like, yeah. what the house, uh, what is it? settling the house settling i can everything on this i can click off like yep, yep. it's all bullshit house settling also i mean so even that's, further that's into my like this... calling bullshit on this house like where are, are they really in such a, a fancy fucking part of san diego that they're able to live in this house with this ridiculous amount of extra space that they absolutely don't need and it's also so fucking quiet that like these they hear like these little things like I fucking live in an old ass house built in the nineteen fucking twenties and like my house makes noises all the time they don't wake me up in the middle of the night I have fucking sirens flying by my house constantly like why the fuck is their house also so goddamn quiet Look dude here's the thing I might not be the heaviest sleeper in the world but at one time or another in my life, someone has definitely drawn a dick on my face while I was asleep. And if that didn't wake me up, why are these subtle little noises around your house waking you up? Not only just like once, 
or twice or every once in a while, but every single time you hear like a yeah, which yeah. I don't even know if Absolutely. that picked up on my mic. Every time they wake up, dude, like like it's, uh, um, it's really fucking aggravating. And like as someone who 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 has lived in Southern California for California forever and goes to San Diego all the time, yeah, it's it's, it's I don't it's see how you wake to up me from that. And I live in fucking Middle America, like. You know how often I hear gunshots? <laughs> gunshots don't wake me up, but you're telling me this well, wakes no, you dude, up? Somebody could probably just fucking break fuck? into my house and, like, steal all of my shit while I'm upstairs, and I wouldn't even know that it's happening. I'm like, oh, no, those yeah. sounds are normal. Like, Yeah. There are, mul- there are multiple times where someone said that they were coming over to my house, I fell asleep, and then they just come inside and walk in my room and just sit there, do whatever. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, you're in here with me? What the fuck? Where, what are you doing? Like, And you're telling right. me these people wake up from like humming noises? <laughs> it's so absurd. It is so insane, like just in general, but also in California, in Southern California, in fucking San Diego. They are fuck like, you, dude. Seriously have this like, house with absolutely you. no fucking neighbors. Like, <laughs> I guess... Maybe their house is soundproofed. I don't fucking know. Yeah. From the outside. Like, they don't get outside noises. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'll give it to them. Anyway, I guess th- we're at, like, the climax of the movie. You know, this is the part where everyone remembers where she gets dragged, which really has happened in any yep. paranormal movie ever. I don't know why it's entertaining at all. But she gets dragged. Happened in fucking Lomageddon. Like, just as effective as it was Mika. in this movie. So, probably. I'd say more effective. Um... And then he just kind of walks out into the other room. Like, the ghost dragged her, but it really didn't oh, yeah, try to hold her or keep her. Because he just walks out. Like, it closes the door. Yeah, the demon just grabs her and then closes the door. And then Micah just opens the door. It didn't even lock the door. He just opens it. He grabs her I and takes her back. I thought about this like, when it right, happened. Go back to bed? The only reason that the door shuts is so that we get the slam so that it seems scarier because the door made a loud noise. That's the only fucking reason the door shut. Well, yeah, because her, yep. being, because her being dragged was not scary at all. You want to present it's literally just the it that was just a jump scare thing like for the yep. theater. That's the only reason. Cuz it's so loud. And that's it. Yep. That's fun. But apparently it bit her Arr. because you know we I don't know the next day they're just like <laughs> look at that was the worst fucking bite mark I've ever seen in my life. It literally just looked like they got like some pink like some pinkish eyeliner and just like it's drew bad. some circles on her with some lines under it. And then they decide to go. They're like, all right, well, we got to go to a hotel because we got to get out of this place. But not before Micah finds Katie holding a cross, which apparently caused her like, hand to bleed. I think which, she was just like clenching was, it was so it a hard knife cross? that it was like cutting into her hand. I think that's what was supposed to be happening. Yeah. I don't even believe that. Well, this upsets Micah. So he's like, I'm tired of this. He just starts yelling. <laughs> and lets out like an audible just wail. And then he uses his angry voice again. He's like, I'm taking care of this right now. And you know what he does? He burns the Ouija board that they never used because apparently that's his solution to this. He's like, I'm taking care of this right now with something that has nothing to do with what uh, we're doing. Devil's advocate is that um, the thing wasn't. Yes, that's part of it. Ouija boards exist, so they're bad. the thing was never able to like do anything physical to them until the Ouija board caught on fire. And I think in his mind, the Ouija board is like a door and like, Oh, if I burn the Ouija board, then I'm closing the door. But, but, but here's the thing. It's but a against door. Him, if you fucking open him, it, if it is didn't. a door and the demon just fucking kicked down the door to come in, 
you burning it means that he can't get out. Then you just burned it and your, your door can't is get dog. Out now? You can't close that fucking door now. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly, like the whole thing where exactly. it's like you don't say goodbye in a Ouija board. Now it's he just fucking out there. You have to go back and say goodbye. You're just He didn't say you're not welcome here. You can't yeah, say so goodbye. Any way it goes, said, it doesn't make sense. Hey, I'm like, gonna burn your portal so you're stuck with me forever now, motherfucker. Yeah, that's, so any way you think of this, right. it's fucking stupid. He didn't say hello, so it doesn't apply. And then now, if it is somehow out <laughs> here anyway, he can't say goodbye. He got rid of it. You're not burnt. He, in his stupid fucking mind, yeah, he's that's like, what he oh, I'm burning the ghost. <laughs> I fucking hate this guy so much. So now, now he goes up to her, like, she's laying in bed, and he's like, all right, you want to go now? She's like, I don't want to go. I want to stay. We'll be we'll be okay now. It's okay. And he's like, "What the fuck? Oh my god! You want to stay?" And then he just leaves, comes back. They go to sleep. She does like this thing where, like, after he walks away and agrees to let them stay, she like does this smile thing, which was just like it was supposed to be an evil smile. But like, you ever seen like someone who doesn't know how to act try to do an evil smile? It they just look just look like a, a four. They just look like a fucking fool. That's exactly what she looked like, like a fucking yeah, toddler. That's a better explanation. <laughs> you're just like going cheese it's fucking stupid so let's finish this the next night kitty wakes up and then some demon like gently removes micah's blanket <laughs> because you know he was a little bit sweaty in the middle of the night and then katie stands in front of him for like two hours until three fifteen. again amityville and then she decides to leave the room for a scream break so she walks in the other room she screams and then micah's like oh my god so he follows he yells and there's a thud and then everything goes quiet and then she throws micah into the room which it, yeah, and then she smells him, and then she has blood on her, and then she crawls to the camera, and then she smiles, and then yeah. her face goes a little Weird, bit demon. Weird, shitty CGI demon smile. And that's the end of the movie. And then, the, 100%. And then there's a little message, and you have a story for this, so I'll let you go, but it says, Micah's body was discovered by police on October 11th, 2006. Katie's whereabouts. And then in the theater that I was in, unknown. when I saw this originally, there was a guy sitting probably two rows behind me that said... Wait a minute, you mean that bitch still on the streets? And that was the best fucking part of the movie. And, and it made me not mad at it anymore. I was so, I was fucking fuming the entire time I was sitting in the theater. They wouldn't give me my money back. And then that guy just, just throwing that out there at the end. I was like, oh God, okay, it was fucking worth it. Yeah, that would have made it worth it for me too. Instead, I just watched it and I just left thinking like, I just I just remember leaving the theater feeling like so <laughs> so genuinely offended. Like not even like not even like I'm really angry or like I'm offended by like things that happen in it, but just like it's just like you know when you know when like someone that you yeah. that you trust breaks a promise to you. It wasn't like that because I didn't tr- I didn't know anyone involved and I didn't trust them, but it was like I just felt like I felt like the world <laughs> promised me something. Like, like everyone, like as a whole, like, I feel like the world promised me something. And not only was that promise broken, I feel like that promise yeah. took, a, took a shit on my chest. It was just one of, one of the worst, like, experiences I've ever had in a theater. I'm not going to lie. Like, it, not, as, not as bad as Avatar, but I'd, like, say, like, up there with wild hogs. No, man, it's, it's, uh, it's bad. It's really yeah. bad. And... And it's crazy how part of me was kind of excited when you said, hey, let's do paranormal activity. Because I was like, I know I hate it, and I know that you hate it, but maybe there's something that maybe we it'll were be just better. sour about, you know? 
10 years ago when we watched it. But no, it's no, it it's just genuinely sucks. A bad it's, movie. It's a shitty movie. You know, it's weird though too. On the other side, did no, you ever see the fourth kind? I didn't. I remember being really interested in it. It looked oh, kind of cool, like the trailer and stuff, but I never actually watched it. I'm very interested to see what you think about that now then, since you've never seen it, but I I watched yeah. that in theaters. It's the same year as Paranormal Activity. It was 2009, and I saw it in theaters the same year, and I think if I remember right, or let me let me check the date. I can't remember which one came out first, um, but I remember seeing them, and I remember being super disappointed by Paranormal Activity, but scared shit. Yeah, I think it was a... It was a month after. So the fourth kind was November 6th, that says, I think. Um, This was like September. Yeah, so November 6th was the fourth kind, and Paranormal Activity was September 25th. Um, And I was terrified by the fourth kind. I thought it was really good. I thought it was like the best fucking movie ever. I watched it again recently. Yeah. Did not feel the same. So I kind of thought maybe it was going to be something like that or something a little different. Uh, The fourth kind, though, I'm going to go ahead and say that the fourth kind, definitely a way better movie. Like, even even knowing that I didn't like it as much, way better than Paramount Activity. And it was at a $10 million budget, made $47.7 million the same year. Paramount Activity did not deserve it. It it was 100% (laughs) the the marketing team that, that made that film successful. It was not the movie itself. It's barely a film. It's not a film. Honestly, they should, like, anyone getting into marketing should be, like, told the story of this movie and just, like, should take tips off of this. Like, just really just fuck over the people that are watching your trailers. Kind of like Goodnight Mommy. It's kind of like Goodnight Mommy. Maybe if they marketed Goodnight Mommy the way they marketed (laughs) that synopsis that I read to me on IMDb, like, for the whole movie, maybe you would have made if you can do that same thing ever again you know uh you say that but then again th- this true. was it was blair the same witch. thing it's, that was done already it happened thing. with blair witch yeah. and then it happened again with this i think give it right give it 10 years maybe maybe yeah i'd say like about 10 7 yeah. 10 years I mean, the thing about I it think you could do this again off so much is that like there and and maybe maybe it was different then but like today i know for a fact like there are actually creative talented like would-be filmmakers who don't have access to a distribution like universal or paramount or whoever the fuck now blumhouse and like could make a really bitchin movie and instead like something like this gets shoved out you know honestly fucking jason blum give me fifteen thousand dollars i would love to use twelve thousand of that (laughs) <laughs> to do something that's not related to the movie whatsoever, like pay off some of my debt or like, I don't know, buy like buy buy like a new car or like, you know, go go have like a weekend in Vegas or something and then spend three thousand dollars on a piece of shit and make a mil like millions you of dollars. You could probably off of still do Dude, it I'm in your a more guy. creative way than uh, paranormal activity did. Here's the thing. Thanks killing was made for thirty five hundred dollars. You can do it. I could do it. You have a real I could do something following I could do you, something so we'll at least in that. the middle ground of Thanks Killing and Paranormal Activity. That's a good point. There's this really cool shot we could do of where it, like, made my fan yeah. remote stand up on my table. I think I remember that. I think it'd be really suspenseful. Yeah. It'd be really suspenseful, more so than Paranormal Activity. No, um, So anyway. Not. Never watch this games? movie. What do you... Can I give movies what zeros? What do you rate this? <laughs> Honestly, this is... 
I think this is the first time that I'm just, like, this is the first movie I've watched in a while that I could say, like, without a doubt, this is a half-star movie. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at some of my friends' letterbox right now. I was going to say, I, I none of them I are below three stars. star but it's only for, like, more of, like, the, the cultural significance of how big of a piece of shit it is um, for me. Honestly, dude, there are some hot fucking takes here. There's one person I follow on Letterboxd oh, yeah. that's a five-star and one that's a four-and-a-half. This is... People are saying this no. is an underappreciated no. film. What? It's, it's the most overrated underrated? shit anyone's ever made. <laughs> How could anyone call this underrated? The whole point of it was dude, that li- it was I think it's overrated. Still, like, that's why it exists. It's a horror movie with one death, no tits. Like, it's it's not a horror movie. <laughs> Dude, when I look up most profitable movies of all time, there's a 35 most profitable list, and the first, like, it's not even into the list yet, and the first picture that you see is a shot from Paranormal Activity. Whoa, holy shit. Whoa. Oh, wait. Actually, no, that's not enough. It says, okay, it says based off a return, it says Deep Throat is the most profitable movie of all time. $25,000 budget, 22, it's like 22 million no. Profit though, that's not as much as this. I don't get it. Okay, there has to be some other something else going in here. Okay, number two, facing the giants from two thousand six. Isn't that that Christian movie? What is that about football? Yeah, apparently made a lot of movie. Budget was a hundred thousand. Profit like thirty eight million. Parano- oh, okay. So that's so they're putting paranormal activities total budget oh, as two hundred fifty thousand or four hundred fifty thousand. Like marketing and some other stuff. Yeah. So they're at yeah some other stuff. But and then it says profit eighty nine million. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's not counting. But it was more though, right? Because it was like one ninety three or something. The profit we saw was one ninety three or one ninety four. That might be true. Well, still on this list, this list that I just looked up. Like I don't know if it's on other lists. So hopefully this one's right. It's still yeah. number three most profitable movie of all time. That's insane. That is insane. That and there that are is other that fucking. I would high say there list. are paranormal activity fucking copies that are better than this movie we we talked about it just for a second i think wreck record well however you say it the first one the spanish one that the movie quarantine is based off of is better than this movie yeah i don't like wreck but it's definitely it's 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 a movie (laughs) and that's what's different between wreck and this this movie had one kill i would not recommend this i am rating this half a star yep james fuck Mary kill this one this is the most simple fuck Mary kill ever just because I felt like it was fine the characters are so annoying that I can't imagine doing anything with them Katie Micah Katie Micah um, I have to kill Micah because I hate him so much Mika because his name's Mika um so I will be fucking Katie and uh because I don't want to be stuck with a demon my whole life so then I'm then I'm marrying you <laughs> or with Katie, that might be worse. Than where's the spice? Just where's the spice? You Honestly, know? <laughs> spice Malone. Yeah, yeah. I I knew you were gonna pick that. To be fair, but I really didn't like. Where do I go with this one? There's no. I can't make you fuck Mary or kill the demon. You don't see the fucking demon. Can we just get rid of There's Katie? No one and, else and in all, this movie. Like, marry her sister or something instead. I don't know. Or even the fucking therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say there was the therapist, oh, but like he's he so even bad. he but doesn't do got, it for me, dude. He probably has some of those jackets with elbow patches, though. You know, 
Well, that's that's paranormal uh, activity. If this movie Any was made thoughts, today, James? it just would have been a YouTube video, and no one would have gave a shit. Yeah, it'd be a YouTube video that got like 753 views exactly, and then probably about 13 likes, 33 dislikes. Yeah, that's it. No, is, is that, yeah? <laughs> I, I thought you like were so still right now, I thought you froze. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those yep, are your final that's thoughts. It. That's that's it. That's paranormal activity. All right, guys. Well, that was this movie. Um, so here's the thing. This movie was actually picked through Patreon polls. So I recently added like little polls to Patreon, and I should have known that when I put four movies down that I thought were equally as interesting, that uh, I guess Paranormal Activity was the only. Let's see what it lost sad. to. What did it lose to? It's gonna make me sad too. I thought like I put like fair stuff on here. Oh, uh, actually, no. I guess that kind of makes sense. No. Rubber should have won. So Maximum Overdrive, Stephen King movie from 1986, Paranormal Activity, um, Rubber from 2010, and Wishmaster from 1997. I guess I should have known. I would have much rather watched Wishmaster. Probably wouldn't have done anything. Like I would have been excited to watch any of those. Yeah, honestly, I was kind of excited to watch all of those. I did watch Maximum Overdrive the other night because I knew it was losing anyway. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna watch it." Um, Yeah, but I guess when I'm looking at them. I should know people. I should I should have probably on, known Wishmaster, that Paranormal though? Activity was going to kill the rest. Rubber almost... I mean, Rubber... It, okay, Paranormal Activity was like in the double digits. Rubber had like four votes. Maximum Overdrive, Damn. none. Wishmaster One person wanted a Wishmaster. pretty decent series. I should have known, though, man. I mean, for some reason, people love this movie. What's really weird, too, is that right when we started this, I posted on Instagram um, like a little clip of literally just like the dude holding a microphone and walking through the room. And then a bunch of people, like, reply. And I put a question. I was like, what movie is this? And people are like, Paranormal Activity. I'm like, you really so recognize that just from Micah that little fucking microphone? And that's the end of the episode. Um, if you want to uh, pick a movie, uh, it'll be like one movie that I cover a month um, through polls. Uh, you can go over to patreon.com slash horrorsoup. Uh, it's in the pretty pretty much most of the tiers, in the lower tiers and whatnot, so that everyone can do some group voting. Uh, you can do that. Hey, That's Night cool. Shift video. James, we talk about, about uh, spooky shit and scary movies. Come say hi. Me and James also have a show together, but it's kind of on break right now. But we did put a... Um, it, it was kind of fun. Um, we recorded a episode about llamas on our vampire podcast on um, Thanksgiving, and then we released it on Christmas. All of those things Christmas. are true, and it was amazing. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back Pretty doing much. that when we feel like it. <laughs> Um, and guys, if you want to find uh, all this other stuff that I do, uh, like I said, patreon.com slash horse soup for all the extra bonus and all that other stuff. You can donate as little as $1 to gain access to over 60 bonus episodes. Uh, follow the podcast on Instagram at horse soup, Twitter at horse soup sucks, any email inquiries to horse uh, YouTube at, uh, youtube.com slash horse soup. That's also where you can find some video podcasts and whatnot, like donkey fellatio. Um, I'm on letterbox doing movie reviews at horse soup, Caleb, uh, again, check out donkey fellatio because it's a cool podcast that i have where i talk about i think episode three has dog fellatio maybe two i don't know um check out scream horror movie podcast ash elena from morbid you know him you love him uh, again that's it i don't have any other against james tell them I how think, much you uh, love paranormal activity i would literally watch any other film in the entire world than have to watch paranormal activity one more time okay Let's do the rest of them. I just, I also feel like I need to apologize for people who really like this. Like, I hope, I hope that you weren't expect when you no, voted you that you weren't expecting you 
anything other than Caleb hating this movie because I couldn't offer anything other than that. <laughs> I'm going to say, if you really expected me to like anything about this, you are you're Ugh. stupider than this fucking movie. I just said stupider. That's how stupid I, this is. This movie's... Yeah, bye. It's killing my brain cells. Let's leave. Want to leave? Rubs up, baby, rubs up. Give me harasu, give me, give me harasu. Give it, give it harasu. Harasu. Would you like some bread? I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, cause this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down, it'll fill up a hole. Stick out your tongue and look out your bowl. We're having a bite with creatures of the night. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me hard soup, give me, give me hard soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me hard soup, give me, give me hard soup. Give it, give it. Hard soup, hard soup. Hard soup. We'll keep you well fed It's gorgeous smell Could wake the dead Vegetable is just forgettable If your energy's low You know what to do Simply gobble on down Some of the spooky stew We'll wine and dine A hungry Frankenstein Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me hard soup Give me, give me hard soup Give it, give it Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup, horror soup. Let me be your Sweeney Todd, your private chef, I'll be your just dessert. You can even drink it from a cup, I'll do the washing up, I'll do the washing up. I'm getting full, I'm getting full. my belly's gonna burn. He can't even look after himself.